today on We Need to Talk. We have part two of our discussion about survival and survivor. What would we do to survive? Who would we eat first? And why would it be meter? We Need to Talk. Just a heads up, this is Pepin from the Editing Future. Uh, there are some pops and clicks on this episode, as well as last episode. Uh, those will be resolved in future episodes, but there was just a problem with my computer at the time. So just uh, please bear with it, and we'll get right in. You don't want to stop booming and bathing yourself. Mm-hmm. There's this misconception that uh, people in the past were very dirty and grimy and stuff, which just isn't true. It was definitely true during one particular time period, uh, the Middle Ages, because people got so crammed into like a, a space, and these spaces didn't have running water, didn't have sewage, didn't have anything like that. So it, people were just dirty, grimy, everything smelled of shit, and that's one reason why there was so much disease and chaos in kind of those towns. But in general, things were a bit more clean like like people don't like being dirty i mean think of like animals right like what does your cat do you know 90 percent of the day it licks itself it cleans itself you ever look at animals out of the wild they're always cleaning themselves and just kind of like you know taking care of themselves and usually if they don't it's a sign that something's wrong so i think kind of like bathing you know cleaning up you know uh ensuring that you're healthy it would be a big portion of that too and of course only so much of that's doable granted upon like how starved you are and everything but uh yeah i think that's another big thing so finding a nice place to bathe if you're on the like desert island probably out in the ocean but ideally a clean source of water would be good too you know try to try to find that as well yeah or even like if you have a clean source of water let that be your drinking water and then have like just create your bathing water by boiling the ocean water or whatever um, that's personally what I would do because I wouldn't want to contaminate mm-hmm. a potential drinking source. Right. I would rather create a bathing source. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I think of it too, uh, something some people do is they will create their own makeshift well. Mm-hmm. So just dig a big hole and then artesian. A what? Artesian. Oh, is that what you call artesian it? Artesian well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So eventually water just starts filling up in it and then you can is correct me if I'm wrong is that water already kind of filtered or is it kind of like murky like dirk murk uh it to- it totally depends uh-huh. um i think artesians come from uh tapping into the groundwater mm-hmm. uh more than like the rain water uh so it does filter through the ground yeah. and but you would probably still want to want to boil it unless you had like the interior because it's still gonna have like muddiness to it you know mm-hmm. it's still in the ground yeah 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 but that, if you had rain catchers that'd be a different fish mm-hmm. yeah and that that you i think you still would want to boil a little bit but probably not as big of a deal i think you can drink straight rain water mm-hmm. no, no it's true it's true i would just be a little bit iffy uh mm-hmm. but there's only so much so picky you can be i suppose as well mm. 
I, I think I would just try to set myself up for long-term survival. And I get, again, like I wouldn't be just about making a camp. I'd be about making a fortress. Because effectively, you don't know how long you're going to be there. And ideally, you know, someone will come to save you. But, you know, you, you don't know it's going to be the case. And if you just kind of plan for like the next like couple of days or next week, that may not be enough. You might be there your whole, your whole life. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not planning for my life in the first week. I'm planning for the next hour in the fir- for the first set of time. I'm for the first few days I'm there. Mm-hmm. Hour, maybe day. And then stretching out to a week. And then, you mm-hmm. know, it, like gradually planning for longer and longer. But like being able to be no like tomorrow I have something to eat already is going to be a night and day from waking up and being like, am I going to eat today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's fair because maybe the way i presented that it, it i'm a little bit too uh planning happy well i mean you presented it as like all right i need to plan for my retirement <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm 30 years old what am i going to be doing when i'm 60 <laughs> I, will i be ready <laughs> <laughs> but like day one i'm building a lean-to mm-hmm. maybe by the third year i have a cabin like a uh-huh. long cabin but like that ain't day three shit, you know? I ain't even thinking about a cabin on day three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think I might scale myself back. Definitely if I'm there more than a couple of weeks, I would be thinking about long term. Nate's <laughs> like week four, we're, plan- <laughs> we're planning for next year's Christmas. I, I mean, it, well, okay. And let's be honest here. I would get really bored if I had some other stuff figured out. Like, I would mm-hmm. just need to do something. Mm-hmm. Like... Okay, let's say I have my food source figured out for the most part, and it seems all right. And now I have like a couple hours a day where I'm not. Or let's say I even have like five or six hours a day where I'm not doing shit. Like all I'm gonna do mm-hmm. is just keep building, start building stuff, and just like making things overly complex. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I would probably start like building it like help me, you know, little rock signs and stuff. It's kind of standard stuff, but I, I think I would also just like try to like find some sort of native bird that i like turn into a chicken essentially and get a little mm. fence and pen and uh, start trying uh, to cultivate husbandry yep yeah i was thinking farming too but i was thinking crops mm-hmm. depending on the on the soil yeah and crops would be pretty big too depends on soil i suppose it also having just a good like resource cache or like map of the place too because if mm. you can know what cr- what resources are in different places you could maybe do was a crop cycling or something like you can s- start attacking this one place kind of go over to the other place and just kind of just keep going around and around nate's on his fucking four-year plan again <laughs> my, my first is like i need to let's see if i can grow anything nate's like no 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 we need four different crops <laughs> one of them's gonna be a, just a regular dump crop we only we only grow you know gross stuff over in this one for this one so we just let it die and then that'll be rich soil for next year. Like Nate, we we don't have food for tomorrow. Why are you planning for four years from now? Was it compound interest? Uh huh. If I don't have food for tomorrow, then I have to increase my food production by one percent. Right, that one percent compounds over the course of a year, and now I have enough food to feed a village. Yeah, that's how food works. A- am I going to need all that food? No. Well, 
charge exorbitant prices for it? Yes. Yeah. Will it become rich? Totally. How, well, the animals are going to eat it all. Well, see, this is where the the base building comes into play, right? Uh-huh. You know how, like, in, 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 like, I don't know, stories, how they have, like, a moat with, like, alligators and stuff in there? Yeah. Kind of like that. I'm thinking more like spike trips, you know, spike traps and stuff. Uh-huh. And like, you know, just spikes out all over the place. That way if some tiger, or, you know, small feline tries to like break in, it just falls uh-huh. in the trap and dies. And then yeah, I can you're cook def- it. You're definitely going to end up killing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just spike traps all over the place. <laughs> I've done that shit too, where I, I, I set up a trap or set up something and I just forget about it. Okay. Yeah, it's a problem. Uh, in your house? You have spike traps in your house? Okay, not like that, but I, I've set up pranks before, and uh-huh. I forgot about the prank, and I pranked myself. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. I don't know, imagine like a little jack-in-the-box thing you put in the uh-huh. thing, and then I forget, I put it there. I'm like, oh, what the shit is this? <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> like, this will definitely trick some idiot. <laughs> And it definitely did. <laughs> and then one hour later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, next part of survival is getting saved. What if I don't want to be saved? Well, then I guess Jesus isn't for you. What if I'm already? What if other people need to be saved and I'm the saving? Well, Meter, we said this before. Uh, you, you are equivalent if not equal to jesus uh-huh mm-hmm. that's well stated so I, I think that might make sense i, I mean okay. i mean maybe you start getting like a population that will immigrate to your little island right mm-hmm. and it doesn't become just this place that you're surviving all alone but becomes like a a refuge like for people who just need to get away from it all and then yeah. you can start building up your 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 like a, i don't know your coconut monopoly. We need to make this hut a home. <laughs> I talked about Savior Day One. Fucking burn the forest. Uh-huh. See, isn't that like the, the long term plan with the longest term plan though out of all this? Because essentially what you're saying there is you burn the forest. That way in forty years, that soil, which is now extremely fertile, bro. Brand new fruit. You're not thinking about like today. You're thinking about people no. get get stranded on this desert island, fifty, a hundred, two hundred years from now. No, I'm thinking about me right now getting saved. <sighs> Burn the forest down, and then you're. It's all just black ash and my white ass standing on top of it. Everyone's gonna be able to see me. I'm not hidden by any trees. The animals have nowhere to hide from me. And I'm a box of raccoon. You think you'd win against the raccoon? Absolutely. It's already got two black guys. Ah, God damn it. I done showed it twice. <laughs> <laughs> One, two. <laughs> this is the most like punny you've been in, a, in quite oh, some time, you. Eater. I know. It's because I've been stranded on this fucking island for so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In my brain. So let's quickly go to if there was multiple people there. Let's say it wasn't just you, but it was like a group of like 
four or five people. You think that you think that'd be a, an ample amount? Yeah. Okay. So how do you think that would go down for you? Uh, delegate. I I would immediately do- establish myself as the dominant leader by vote. Okay. Alpha male. Ever- Everyone would vote me as the leader. No, mm-hmm. no, no. This isn't a take charge thing. This is a be given charge. This is like a a, a more subversive tactic. Uh, well, I would say it's just a natural hierarchy of things. Just playing bear in reality, just naturally, right? This is just what happens when meters there. Yes, uh, and so I would lay out a plan of okay. Here are the things we need to do. And let people volunteer to take on those tasks and then just have a delegation of, of things that need to be done mm-hmm. and make it happen. Mm-hmm. So to foster a foster community of uh, growth through uh, cooperation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be really good at that, too. Mm-hmm. I would be. Uh, and would people kind of start slacking or kind of start doing that stop they doing won't. things? They won't. They won't. No, guilt. Guilt? Guilt. It's the most effective way to convince people to do things without having to actually, like, tell them to do things. So, give me a practical example of how this would work. Okay. Uh, give me... Let's... let's. Okay. So, you're slacking on your... What's your task? What task would you like to do, Nate? Uh, so, I want to go search for some, some nice, clean water. Oh, that's actually a really good idea. Water is going to be like one of the most important things that we do. Um, okay, go ahead and uh, head off and and do some searching. Okay, all right. So go for searching, and then uh, I come back, say five hours later. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I'm I'm going searching, but then uh, John catches me, or you catch me, and you find me just like you know lying on a rock, just like eating a mango. Oh, sweet. You found some mangoes. How goes the search for water? Uh, it, it's going well. Okay. Awesome. So have you have any have any leads? Is there something I can help you with here so that we can we can make sure we get this water? Because we obviously super need that. Uh, you know, I've just been really hungry. And th- yeah. th- th- just, you know, I, I, I'll just start searching another time. You think you guys could go search for it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're saying that uh, that this job isn't one that you'd like to take on, uh, potentially something that either we could do together or uh, we can put you on a different task. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, c- come back to me on that. Uh, no, no, definitely something we need to discuss right now and make sure that we address. So uh-huh. is there a different job you'd like to take on? Because being part of this group is going to be absolutely pivotal to us all surviving. Yeah, see, I, I don't know how I feel about your leadership, though, because it, it's like you're trying to take us down this path, but it may not be the best path for us. Okay, how would you change things? Uh, well, I, I think firstly, I think we just need to discuss this as a tribe, okay. and I feel like you're calling on decisions here, and uh-huh. I think you are trying to get everything for yourself. Okay. All right. Well, that's totally fair. Your your opinion is completely valid, and we can all discuss this as a group. I'd be happy to do that. <sighs> Fine. Awesome. I, I can't do Gr- this because like I'm too polite, uh-huh. and you're being too polite, and I I, I can't. Uh-huh. I, I just have a, such a hard time being a dick. Like, I know. I'm using social constructs to manipulate you into doing what needs to be done. N- no, but I, even it's in a this killing instance, with kindness and understanding. <sighs> Wait, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm easygoing. 
Uh-huh. Like, like I it, know. it's hard for me to act like a douche. Okay. Like, like not, not like... But I, I don't think... I feel like in that situation, acting like a douche isn't going to get you anywhere. Like, even people who act like a douche uh, wouldn't in that situation. Like, because it's literally life or death. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the it would be much harder to act like a douche in that situation in general. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think, I think my main gripe and I'm trying to hint at this a little bit but I don't know it's like you see it in certain movies and stuff I'm not sure how accurate it is but uh, you start getting people who their first thought is like who are we going to eat mm-hmm. or you know this person's trying to take control I don't like this person you know they're going to mm-hmm. lead us into like uh, damnation mm-hmm. so th- that's where my skepticism because I think if you get a group of like say semi-rational people like things are going to work out pretty well you're going to be able yep. to cooperate but you start getting a group of, or you, you get like one or two, but this really bad actors, even this one bad actor who just like starts throwing everything off and like, like they could sabotage everything. I think they could, they could absolutely. I think the key there would be to understand the social dynamics of the group and use those to, um, convince people to work in harmony mm-hmm. because even, even if you have five people who are out for themselves, then you can uh, turn the narrative to be uh, this is what's best for you and uh, to give people the feeling of agency over the situation by saying, you know, uh, no, that I think you make a very valid point. Let's have a discussion about that. Like, let's like make you feel heard. And then through that conversation, we can end up coming to the conclusion that what we're doing right now is the right thing to do anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's it's taking the social situation and understanding what the person's wants and desires are and finding a way to, as a group, work together so that everyone is both meeting the group's needs and meeting their individual needs. And it's a, not necessarily an easy thing to do. And if you have a group of people who are all, like, douches, then it could be very difficult or impossible. I'm, you know, it's not foolproof, but mm-hmm. I would do my best. Yeah, yeah. I think you do pretty well in Survivor, if I'm being honest, because th- th- that was a good description of playing the social game in a way where you don't frustrate people, but you kind of foster collaboration, because I-, I think it's the yeah. biggest thing. It can be. I feel like I, people would be annoyed by me, mm-hmm. so they'd get rid of me that, for that reason. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, we can't get any good sound bites out of him. We gotta get him off. <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds accurate. Uh, I, I feel like I might do well on this show. Probably not though. Well, because I think I get too like mischievous. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, well, okay. I think I think the big issue is other. Uh, the the other big issue, issue is all the spike traps. <laughs> I think people would have a hard time reading and connecting to me because that's something people report having issues with because mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm not a very emotional person. And then when I do have emotions, I don't show them very well, typically. Uh, and I think you're kind of similar. And when you speak in a mostly just rational way, I think a lot of people can interpret that as being uh, manipulative. Mm-hmm. you know when really you're, that's just how you kind of more think so like like but mm-hmm. 
uh, I, I feel like that could be pretty easily misinterpreted. But I think on a actual desert island sort of situation with other people, I think I could do pretty well because I, I think it's kind of like you're saying. It, it's just a matter of trying to convince and be rational. And at least in that instance, we're start, not Survivor. We're not voting people off or trying to win a million dollars. Like, the people's interest is to survive. And if you're trying to create that collaboration or you're trying to create that best sort of outcome, like, why would you stab each other in the back? There's not much incentive there to do. And you just have to make sure there's no incentive to do that, you know? Yeah, I mean, the number the number one thing is to create uh, uh, an understanding across everybody. I continue to push the narrative that we are stronger together, which is easy for me because I 100% believe that in any situation is that people working together are going to be stronger than uh, individuals working independently. So I would find that very easy to push that narrative. But keeping that mentality strong across the entire group uh, is going to be absolutely pivotal and addressing issues as quick as possible. Because uh, resentment is the the biggest eater, uh, the biggest destroyer of uh, of collaboration. Hmm. People not being willing to say when things are bothering them. Hmm. I think that's accurate. Yeah, I think about people who like leave their workplace. A lot of times, it's just these hidden resentments that just keep popping up and popping up. Uh, I, I will say though, like I don't know how it would work because I might be the person that would break off from the team. Mm-hmm. because I feel like I would just, you know, propose the obvious solution of spike traps everywhere, and mm-hmm. they would be like, no, that's a stupid idea. We're going to kill ourselves, you know, falling into these. And I'd be like, well, just think about the long-term, you know, four-year plan. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel I feel like we, we, we just make heads, and I would just have to, you know, do my own thing. No, no, no. I think the, the spike traps are a great idea. We definitely need to be thinking ahead. We don't If we only think about right now then we're never going to make it. We absolutely need those things. Okay, so do you want to help me make these spike traps? Sure, yeah. Teach me Teach me how to do it. Let's uh, let's, let's draw out a quick little map of the, the immediate area so we can figure out where we want these spike traps in places that are going to be the safest but also the most effective. Okay, so let's put most of them here right next to where Chris sleeps because... Yeah, that's I- a... Hey, we got to keep him safe. (laughs) Hey, we don't want to lose Chris. (laughs) Let's do everything we. You know what else is important? We don't want to scare him, and we don't want him to think that like we're giving him special treatment. Mm -hmm. So let's not tell him about it. Okay, even better idea. See, collaboration works. And then, of course, the the most important thing we can do is I need to be able to convince everybody to burn down the forest. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, now, would, would you be the one to first set it aflame, or would you uh, have it be like a group effort? Oh, it has to be as a group. Okay. Because <laughs> if I if if I'm going down for burning the rainforest, you're all going down with me. Mm. I'll say that you could convince me to do it. But only if you gave a roaring speech before you did it. I would give a roaring speech before it. And uh, I would make sure that Chris was in the middle of the forest at that time. Good, good. And that would convince you. (laughs) (laughs) The time has come for us to free ourselves 
from the shackles of this island. No longer will we be hidden by the trees, by the nature that surrounds us. And Pepin, Chris is in the middle of the forest. Let's light this baby up! (laughs) So, is there anything else you can think of about survival that might be interesting to cover? I think we've covered all of the basics. Uh, Step one, find water. Step two, plan for the next six years. Step three, burn down the forest. Yep, yep. Now, this will be a little bit interesting here, and then we can uh, probably wrap it up. Uh, How would you think the other person would be at survival? Like, you know, know, giving the realistic estimation, how how well do you think that uh, I would do on that? And I'll give my assessment of how I think you might do in that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I can go first. You can go first. You do great because you you would do whatever you gotta do to survive, and you. The most important thing to Pepin is that Pepin's alive. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I think you would do what needs to happen for for that. And oh, the only thing that would take you down would be you, uh, like a, some sort of a, an accident, like a misstep and you fall off a rock and break your ankle or something something real real silly like that but it wouldn't be like starvation or dehydration or something like like that you would have that shit in the bag yeah yeah i i think i pick up stuff a little too much where i i can I can kind of step back and kind of think about things and how to you know figure stuff out uh, I think you do real well as well. Uh, I I, th- I think you have some good experience in kind of that area to some degree, and I th- I think you kind of have like a I'm not gonna say like a primal sense, but you have like kind of that that instinctive sense of like what to do, and so I I think you would probably uh, I don't think you'd have any real struggles. Um, I'm trying to think if you what you might struggle with. I think the only thing you might struggle with is. Uh, uh, I feel like you might play it a little too safe. Uh, mm. You know, says the person who's coming up for the four-year plan, but uh, I, I don't see you exploring as much as you might you might need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Mm. Mm. I mean, if I have all the stuff I need, why explore anymore? Yeah, yeah. I think I would just keep trying to like just map out things and trying to get like the ultimate plan until like, yeah. I can know the whole island, mm-hmm. you know. But that might yeah. not be possible depending how big it is. No, we would we would make a, a formidable opponent for the island. Mm-hmm. All right. So, if you like this episode, you should definitely leave us a rating on iTunes or Stitcher or the other place what is it facebook SoundCloud. no SoundCloud. no no not, not that one not facebook well yeah facebook okay facebook.com slash we need to talk show oh twitter.com slash wntt1 uh uh-huh. definitely let us know what you think of the episode i mean the comments are great on facebook uh i feel like we're not getting pushed as much by the, the platforms lately for some reason yeah uh because i noticed that sometimes our views are 
kind of high for an episode and then other times they aren't so i feel like we're not getting out there as much so if you can leave a rating or leave a comment or just anything uh, that will kind of help drive traffic to the episodes which i think would be great for us absolutely and uh also if there's a topic you want us to talk about let us know uh because we on any platform because we will gladly talk about whatever you guys want us to hey meter Hey, Pep. Yo, yo, Pepin. So, about this whole Chris thing. Uh-huh. I know you really like Chris. Uh-huh. Chris is a great guy. I mean, uh-huh. sometimes he does stuff that drives you crazy, drives me crazy, and it seems like we want to kill him. I mean, we don't actually want to kill him, right? Oh, you should have told me that six or seven minutes ago. Wait, what happened? Hey, we need to talk. 